أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأن سيدنا محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح للأمة فكشف الله تعالى به الغم وجاهد في الله حق جهاده حتى أتاه اليقين من ربه اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد الرحمة المهداه وعلى آل بيته وأصحابه وعلى من تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون all praises belonging to Allah Azza wa Jal. May the peace and blessings be upon His beloved, Al-Habib Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and upon His family and companions in entirety. We ask Allah Azza wa Jal on this blessed day of Friday to elevate us, to love us, to allow us to experience His beautiful name, Al-Wadud, the loving one as individuals and as an Ummah. We ask him subhanah by his mahabba for al-habib Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to alleviate the condition of the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the east and west. To give victory to our brothers and sisters in Palestine and in Gaza. To aid them and support them over their oppressors. And to rid the land of corruption. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rid the land of corruption and aggressors and transgressors and to not make us from them. 
We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give charge of our affairs to the best of us, not the worst of us. And to unite our hearts upon goodness and benevolence and to make us a people that are truly committed to him and truly committed to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and to our deen and to make beautiful change manifest in our lives through this commitment. Allahumma ameen, Allahumma ameen. Brothers and sisters, two days ago, was the day that we commemorate a beautiful journey for Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to an elevated status that Allah azza wa jal raised him up to. And this beautiful journey symbolizes so many things for him and for us as individuals and as an ummah. And at the center of it is the blessed land of Al-Aqsa and Bayt Al-Maqdis. And we ask Allah Azza wa Jal, the one who has made Bayt Al-Maqdis, Jerusalem, Mahbat Al-Anbiya, wa imamatu nabiyyina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bil-anbiya wal-mursaleen. The one who's made that sacred land, a land beloved to him and to the prophets, a land in which the prophets congregated. We ask him, Subhana, to liberate it from the hands of the corrupt ones. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be with our brothers and sisters over there. And we remind ourselves of the beauty and blessing of that space as Allah azza wa describes it in the Quran. Subhanallah asra bi'abdihi laylam min al-masjid al-harami. إلى المسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله لنريه من آياتنا. When Allah wanted to show His Habib signs, He took him to the blessed land of Al-Aqsa and Bayt Al-Maqdis. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions its blessings in other verses. And our Habib, Sallallahu mentions its blessings as well. When he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said طُوبَ لِلشَّامِ فَقُلْنَا لِأَيِّ ذَلِكَ رَسُولَ اللَّهِ Prophet ﷺ promised that Asham, greater Syria, which at the top of the list includes Jerusalem and Bayt al-Maqdis. Prophet ﷺ said, Allah has given it good tidings and blessings. So they asked, for what reason, O Prophet of Allah? And the Prophet ﷺ said, Because Allah's angels have bestowed their wings upon the blessed land of Al-Aqsa and greater Syria. Brothers and sisters, as we remember the Isra and Mi'raj and the night journey, we reflect on the difficulty of life. Because this journey symbolizes a lot. And a lot of this symbolism in it is coming from what led up to it. It reminds us that life could be harsh. Sometimes people feel it in their personal lives, an absence of love, compassion, and empathy from human beings. Sometimes you might feel lonely and isolated, especially when you don't feel good presence in your life and good inspiration from others. We feel this as individuals today when we remember the pain of Gaza, the complacency of the world, the collusion of the powers of the world, or some of the powers of the world, I should say, with Israel in perpetuating its genocide, 
against the people of Palestine. And when we reflect on that, we have to see the faces, the stories, the lives, how many innocent lives were wrongfully taken. That causes a lot of pain. It reminds us of a very difficult aspect of life and living. But we remember, as Allah Azza wa says in his book, فَلَا تَحْسَبَنَّ اللَّهَ مُخْلِفَ وَعْدِهِ رُسُلًا Allah Azza wa doesn't break his promise. Allah Azza wa hasn't forsaken his creation. Allah Azza wa hasn't forgotten. Allah will not allow wrongdoers to get away with their oppression and wrongdoing. Not at all. Brothers and sisters in Isra' al Mi'raj, as we often reflect on and we never tire from reflecting on this beautiful scene from the life of the Prophet reflects a journey that he وسلم, took and that the prophets before him took and that every single one of us has to take as we journey through the difficulties of this dunya and the trials and the adversity it puts in our way. Our Habib وسلم, before he traveled to Jerusalem, before he was raised up to the high heavens, had to deal with years of boycott, had to deal with being brutalized and oppressed and marginalized by the people of Mecca. The Prophet ﷺ had to deal with the people of Ta'if before he was raised up to meet the prophets, each one in their own level, as the hadith that will mention parts of it mentions. Those difficulties, brothers and sisters, that the journey to Al-Isra wal Mi'raj symbolize were actually the beginning of a new birth for the world. Al-Isra wal Mi'raj and the night journey actually gave birth to a new world. It was a new beginning. Soon after that comes the Hijrah. And then after the Hijrah, Islam was established and began to spread and spread. Until it spread to the far corners of this earth as the Prophet ﷺ was promised. And when we think about it like that, a new birth for humanity, Al-Isra' wal-Mi'raj, we reflect on the current condition of the Ummah and we see that there, were, there are a lot of similarities in what the Ummah is struggling with today and what Al-Habib ﷺ struggled with before Al-Isra' wal-Mi'raj before the blessed journey. But the Prophet Sallallahu patience and his commitment to the mission gave, a birth to new this, uh, gave birth to this new reality. Brothers and sisters, if we want to summarize this journey in another way, Al-Isra' wal-Mi'raj was a journey to bring ease to humanity. Wallahi. Wallahi, the meanings in Al-Isra' wal-Mi'raj can be traced back to Al-Habib sallallahu alayhi wa being a source of ease for every single one of us. Fitra and Allah's natural design and when I commit to it being a pathway to divine ease. Salah and one of the greatest gifts of Al-Isra' wal-Mi'raj being a symbol of great ease for us as an ummah. This divine link that we're blessed with that many people search for for many years in their lives. 
This idea of connecting with our souls and connecting our souls to our creators. Many people find themselves lost for years, searching between books and videos and religions until they taste Islam. And when they taste it, they realize its experience is otherworldly. It's something else. It's not like anything this world could provide. Our, our Habib وسلم, saw salah like that. Prophet وسلم, would tell, Bilal, ya Bilal, aqim salah arihna biha. Raha, ease. That's the journey of al-Isra' wal-Mi'raj. The pathway to ease isn't easy. <laughs> the pathway to ease is not easy. Because it depends on how I as an individual understand ease. If I understand ease as an inward reality, a spiritual experience, I can understand and fathom how someone in Gaza whose life is utterly utterly in shambles outwardly. No home, no money, no work, no family, death, destruction. I can fathom how someone in Gaza can experience a spiritual ease that people who have everything they want in this dunya wish they could get. Wallahi, this is how we as an ummah were trained to understand ease. Through the journey of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Prophet sallallahu life wasn't easy, yes, but he was the symbol of ease. Because ease is an inward reality. If Allah Azza wa Jal puts ease in my heart, then nothing on the outside can shake me. That's the reality of Iman. Whereas if I have no sense of spiritual ease, every little thing will agitate me, derail me. Everything, little thing will disrupt me, will cause me stress and anxiety and anger and rage. That is haqiqat al-haqaiq. It's a reality of dunya that's so, so profound that it takes life experience to be able to wrap your head around it. Because it's so easy to understand ease as, you know what? I just don't have to do anything and I don't need anyone or anything. I could just relax and sleep and the weekend is ease, right? Vacations are ease. No, 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 that's not what it is. That temporary relief will never allow the vacuum of spirituality to be plugged in the hearts of people. No way. They will try to buy things. They'll try to go places. They'll try to busy themselves. But no one can escape spiritual emptiness unless I have Allah in my heart. There's no way I'll experience ease. That's why for us as Muslims, in a month, Shahrul Yusr is coming. The month of ease. We need to orient ourselves to think about life and everything through this lens. Right now, people might... Start feeling a sense of anxiety. In a month, I'm going to have to stop drinking my coffee in the morning. In a month, I'm going to have to experience tireless nights. And I'm going to be exhausted. And uh, fasting causes me headaches and causes me disruption in X, Y, and Z. But that's not the spiritual disposition towards this month of either spiritual disposition is. True ease and true spiritual rest is when my heart is with Allah. If my heart's with Allah, then nothing can derail me. That's what the message 
of Muhammad وسلم, was profoundly about, and that's what his journey in Al Isra wal Mi'raj symbolizes the birth of a new world, brothers and sisters. Look at the Quranic description of Al Mi'raj. You find it in Surah Al Najm. Allah Azza wa Jal eloquently and profoundly describes Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw Jibreel alayhi salam in his full form in a second circumstance. By the lot tree. High, high in the heavens. عند سدرة المنتهى عندها جنة المأوى Out of all the descriptions for Jannah. Out of all the descriptions for Jannah, here it describes عندها جنة المأوى By it is the eternal garden. Jannah is جنة المأوى مأواي ومأواك Our eternal abode Our مأوى it's not our homes that we're going to go back to after Jumu'ah or after work today. That's not our ma'wa. Our ma'wa is not Palestine or Gaza or Egypt or Pakistan or, or wherever else. Our ma'wa is in Jannah. We're here for a temporary time. And insha'Allah ta'ala by his blessings will return and find his Jannah. عِنْدَهَا جَنَّةُ الْمَأْوَى إِذْ يَغْشَ السِّدْرَةَ مَا يَغْشَى He saw by the lot tree the miraculous signs of his Lord. مَا زَاغَ الْبَصَرُ وَمَا طَغَى What Muhammad وسلم, saw with his eyes was not something fake, was not um, a trick on the eyes, was not a mirage, was not anything of the sort. He saw clearly, as the next verse says, لَقَدْ رَأَى مِنْ آيَاتِ رَبِّهِ الْكُبْرَى Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw of the great signs of Allah azza wa jal. Brothers and sisters, we all see signs from Allah. I need to have the spiritual sense for them to register within me. I see signs from Allah on a daily basis. I see signs from Allah in the lives of people. In the beginning of life and in the end of life and in the interchange of day and in the experiences of humanity, we see signs of Allah. Let me pray to Allah Azza wa Jal to show us His signs in the condition of the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam today. Oh Allah, show us your signs. Oh Allah, show us your signs in the oppressors. Oh Allah, show us your signs in the oppressors. And relieve the oppressed from the ummah of your Habib وسلم, from their oppression. Allahumma ameen. Brothers and sisters, our Habib وسلم, this journey starts off, this journey of ascension, the mi'raj part of it, starts off with Muhammad وسلم, being taken up with Jibreel السلام, to the gates of as samai dunya as the hadith mentions, فَانْطَلَقَ بِجِبْرِيلِ حَتَّى أَتَى السَّمَاءِ الدُّنْيَا فَاسْتَفْتَحَ فَقِيلَ مَنْ هَذَا Jibreel alayhi salam sought that the gates of dunya be open to the, so that he can transition to the next level. And he was asked by the caretaker and the keeper of the gate, who's with you? So Jibreel, Jibreel alayhi salam said, it's I, Jibreel, and he said, who's with you? مَنْ معك? Who's with you? And he said, Muhammad. 
Faqil. Waqad ursila ilayhi. Muhammad sallallahu was asked to come. Qala na'am. Qila marhaban bihi. Fani'mal maji'u ja'a fafatah. Prophet sallallahu was greeted. And he was welcomed into the heavens above. He was elevated by al-wadud. And he said, welcome to him. فَنِعْمَ الْمَجِيءُ جَاءُ Blessed is his coming. And then he met Adam alayhi salam, the origins of humanity. He says in the hadith, فَلَمَّا خَلَصْتُ فَإِذَا فِيهَا آدَمُ The first level was in Adam alayhi salam. فَسَلَّمَ عَلَيْهِ فَسَلَّمْتُ عَلَيْهِ فَرَدَّ السَّلَامُ ثُمَّ قَالَ مَرْحَبًا بِلِبْنِ الصَّالِحِ وَالنَّبِيِّ الصَّالِحِ Adam alayhi salam, Abu al-Bashariyya. The father of humanity welcomed Muhammad وسلم, and said, Welcome to the righteous son and the righteous prophet. And then he was raised up and raised up and raised up, meeting other prophets in each level until he reached the level of Sidratul Muntaha, the lot tree. And he saw the rivers of Jannah. Thumma رُفِعْتُ إِلَىٰ سِدْرَةِ الْمُنْتَهَىٰ فَإِذَا نَبْقَهَا مِثْلَ قِلَالِ هَجَرْ وَإِذَا وَرَقُهَا مِثْلُ آذَانِ الْفِيَلَةِ Prophet saw something miraculous, this tree, this massive tree, with massive fruits, the size of as they describe قِلَالِ هَجَرْ And the leaves of it, like the size of the ears of elephants, he's describing matters of the unseen, that we can only imagine, we can't fully comprehend. And then he goes on and he says, he says, هَذِهِ سِدْرَةُ الْمُنْتَهَى This was described to him. وَإِذَا أَرْبَعَةُ أَنْهَارٍ نَهْرَانِ بَاطِنَانِ وَنَهْرَانِ ظَاهِرَانِ He saw four rivers in Jannah gushing forth. Two of these rivers were from the rivers of dunya. One of them was a Nil and the other one was Al-Furat. And the other two were rivers of Jannah. Two rivers of dunya, two rivers of Jannah. And of course, the Neel of Jannah is not like the Neel of Dunya. <laughs> and the Furat of Jannah is not like the Furat of Dunya. But the symbolism here is in the spread of the message of Muhammad Wasallam, Is in the goodness of the Ummah of Muhammad Wasallam. Brothers and sisters, people go. Their athar and their impact remains. يذهب الناس وتبقى آثارهم we all tread our path in this dunya. The ummah of Muhammad has generationally been treading its path in this life. Every individual carving their personal journey. And this journey either coming to a close in a short time frame or a long time frame, but everyone goes. The only thing that remains is the impact. The impact of the ummah of Muhammad has resonated throughout time. By great people who carried the message. That's what the rivers of Jannah, being within the confines of the greater Ummah, symbolize. What message am I carrying? What journey am I taking? The journey of Al-Isra and Al-Mi'raj is not just about a story of miracles. No, it's about a life journey that involves a lot of decisions, a lot of hardship, a lot of sacrifice. Yes, people in Gaza might be killed, might be martyred, but they won't be forgotten to their creator. Yes, you and I 
We might die by tragic circumstances or natural causes. We don't know. But when I go, will my life had mattered? I'll tell you. Muhammad Sallallahu life mattered so much that he was embraced by humanity and embraced by those in the heavens. Each one of them seeking to greet Muhammad Sallallahu Why? Why? For no other reason but the goodness that Allah instilled within him that reflected in his beautiful life journey. The lessons he taught people and the way he lived his life. That's what an Isra al-Mi'raj is. How am I living my life? He goes on to show us the goodness for the ummah that was highlighted through an Isra. He says, Thumma, then I saw Al-Bayt Al-Ma'mur. That's the place in the heavens where the angels congregate to worship. Then I Prophet was presented with options. Wine, milk, honey. He chose the milk. This was a symbolic presentation. Jibreel السلام, told Muhammad السلام, that you chose fitrah, Allah's design, natural design. The ummah of fitrah. Brothers and sisters. Again, difficulties in life, where do they originate from? We will find that part of these difficulties are by natural design and divine order. What our brothers and sisters in Gaza are going through. What our brothers and sisters before that in Syria went through. What our brothers and sisters also recently in Morocco or in Libya went through. What our brothers and sisters before that in Turkey went through. All of these are by divine order and divine design. But then there's a lot of what people go through. The pain, the anguish and the difficulty that's stemming from choices. That's stemming from the darkness of sin. That's stemming from the darkness of being away from Allah. Through this, Allah is telling us that we are meant to be the ummah of fitrah, natural design. And that fitrah, natural design, involves being liberated from sin. Being liberated from whim. Being liberated from the contaminants of the soul and of the heart. It means living a life. That truly is marked with ease and goodness by the blessings of choice. Brothers and sisters, there's a lot of power in that. It's not about the milk. It's not about the milk. It's about a lifestyle that saves the mu'min from heartache. Wallahi, brothers and sisters, if we look at our lives and we look at the lives around us, we will find the heartache and pain caused by illicit behavior. Caused by toxic perceptions, toxic attitudes. Toxic, caused by tension and fractured relationships, fractured homes. Caused by association with awful company. Caused by drugs and addiction. Caused by falsehood. Fitrah symbolizes breaking out of all of that and living for something greater. Brothers and sisters, there's a lot of power in this. And this 
ease is highlighted most in when the Prophet ﷺ was given the command to pray and the gift of Musa ﷺ to the Ummah of Muhammad ﷺ. The Prophet ﷺ was given initially 50 prayers. Fifty prayers daily. And on my way back, he says, وسلم, I passed Musa, Prophet Musa السلام, and he said to him, There's no way your ummah can endure such difficulty. I have tried, he says, الناس, قبلك, I had to deal with Bani Israel. And I struggled with them to the highest degree. Your ummah won't be able to endure this. Go back to Allah. Ask Him to make the path for your ummah easier and lighter. It's so beautiful and profound to see that Allah wants ease from me. Allah Azza inna ladina amanu amilu salihat sayaj'alu lahumur rahmanu wudda Allah loves me Allah loves the ummah bil habib al habib sallallahu alayhi wasallam loves his ummah too it's beautiful to see how the al habib Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was meant to be the symbol of ease for his ummah the symbol of goodness Allah loves me and he loves his ummah Muhammad loves me and loves his ummah. As I'm looking at the pain and difficulty in the world around me, and I might feel my heart tempted to be at despair after tens of thousands of people have been killed, and politicians across the board have proven their hypocrisy and their moral bankruptcy, and the West has proven its moral decadence. Not everybody, there's a lot of good people. In in, in our country and around who are standing with goodness. But as a system that claims to bring democracy and liberation morally bankrupt. As a people, many people have awakened. Many countries have even awakened. Awakened out of the falsehood and lies that some of the superpowers of today are spewing onto the masses. As we see all of this and are tempted to be swayed by it, we need to remember this. We need to remember that Allah never forgets. Allah utterly loves. His Prophet ﷺ utterly loves. And that's the centerpiece of my iman. Hub, love, mawadda. Allah loves His servants. May Allah give us that love. May Allah allow us to experience that love and taste that love and experience it and allow that love to manifest in great goodness during our times for the Ummah of Muhammad Brothers and sisters, we are not an Ummah of hopelessness and helplessness. Abadan wallahi. Allah Azza wa Jal promises in his book, Tilka darul akhiratu naj'aluha lilladheena la yuriduna uluwan fil ardi wa la fasada. Allah will make the outcome of affairs for people of taqwa, people who are humble, conscious of God. Every oppressor, historically, has been brought to his knee. History is the trash bin of nations. They have risen and fallen. 
And those who do not learn from the lessons of history will follow suit. Brothers and sisters, we're not an ummah of hopelessness and helplessness. We're an ummah of great hope. We're an ummah that realizes that we're under the care of Allah. As Allah told His Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, be patient for the command of your Lord. You're under our supervision. Ask Allah Azza wa to allow the blessings and goodness of Al-Isra' al-Mi'raj and the blessings and goodness of Muhammad Sallallahu in his life manifest through us as an ummah. And we ask Allah Azza wa to allow us to see that success manifests during our lifetimes in our reality. Allahumma ameen. Ud'u Allaha wa antum muqinuna bil ijaba. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin ashraf al-khalqi wa Sayyidi al-mursaleen wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Ya ayuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha wal tanzur nafsum ma qaddamat li ghadin. Brothers and sisters, as individuals and as an ummah, we pray and hope that we're in the grace of Allah's love, the loving one's love, al-wadud. And if we're in that, then no matter what we go through in our lives, we'll get past it. We'll be able to endure it. One time the Prophet Wasallam saw a woman that was separated from her child and she was very distressed and she looked everywhere for him and when she was finally reunited with her child she embraced him with a mother's love and the Prophet ﷺ turned to the companions and he said to them Do you think that this woman would throw her child in the pits of fire. They said, no way. So then the Prophet ﷺ, he said, he turned to them, he said, Allah is more merciful. Allah is more merciful with his servant than this woman is with her child. When I look at the world around me, Instead of choosing to see the toxic and the negative, let me look at it through the lens of Allah's mercy. Wallahi, Allah's mercy is manifest in Gaza. Wallahi, the goodness that's coming out of what's happening in our times through tragic realities and tragic circumstances can only be seen by us as human beings in hindsight. Right now, we might not understand. Right now, we might not comprehend. But Allah Azza wa Jal is ghalib ala amrih. Allah is dominant over his affairs. And Allah plans and he plans for his servants. Allah gives and he gives to his servants. Brothers and sisters, we pray as Ramadan is approaching. We pray to him subhana to allow us to see the goodness that he intends and wills for us as people. As individuals and as families and as ummah. We pray that this goodness and this khair showers us in the month of goodness. We pray that Allah Azza wa makes this coming Ramadan a Ramadan of Fath and Nasr Mubin. We pray that Allah Azza wa makes us individuals who are worthy of Fath and Nasr Mubin, evident swift victory. Our hope is in Allah. 
Our love is for Allah. Our love is for His Prophet. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we don't doubt. We don't doubt, no matter what we go through. We don't doubt that Allah Azza wa Jal will give rise to ease over difficulty. To justice over injustice. To mercy over oppression. Sayyid min ba'di usrin yusra. Allahumma ja'alha lana yusra. Waj'alna min ahlil yusra. Wufiqna lil yusra. Allahumma aslihna wa aslih bina. Wa aslih hala ummati habibika Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma arina ayatika. Wa ajaiba kudratika fi dhulmi wa dhalimin. اللهم أرنا عجائب قدرتك فيهم يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر إخواننا المستضعفين في مشارق الأرض ومغاربها نصرا عزيزا مؤزرا اللهم افتح لهم وعليهم فتحا مبينا وافتح لنا وعلينا بفتح مبين يا رب العالمين اللهم يا ربنا ثبت الأرض من تحت أقدامهم واربط على قلوبهم وانصرهم على عدوك وعدوهم اللهم اللهم رد أعداءهم على أعقابهم خائبين خاسئين خزايا نادمين ولا تجعل لهم صرفا ولا نصرا اللهم اهزمهم وزلزلهم وأزل دولتهم يا رب العالمين اللهم اهزمهم وزلزلهم وأزل دولتهم يا رب العالمين بحقك وأنت الحق يا كريم بعدلك وأنت العدل يا, 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 يا عدل يا حكم نسألك بعدلك أن تنتقم من الظلم والظالمين يا رب العالمين نسألك يا ربنا بأسمائك الحسنى وصفاتك العليا أن تملأ قلوبنا وبيوتنا وجاليتنا وأمتنا بخيرك وبركتك ورزقك وفتحك ورحماتك يا رب العالمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وعافنا واعف عنا وتجاوز عن سيئاتنا اللهم اغفر لصغيرنا وكبيرنا وذكرنا وأنثانا وشاهدنا وغائبنا اللهم نحيته منا فاحيه على الإيمان ومن أمته منا فأمته على الإسلام اللهم اجعل خير عمرنا آخرة واجعل خير عملنا خواتمة واجعل خير أيامنا يوم أن نلقاك فيه وأنت راض عنا آمين آمين وآخر دعوان الحمد لله ولأقم الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله لا إله إلا الله استقيموا يرحمني يرحمكم الله الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين
بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إذا زلزلت الأرض زلزالها وأخرجت الأرض أثقالها وقال الإنسان ما لها يومئذ تحدث أخبارها بأن ربك أوحى لها يومئذ يصدر الناس أشتاة ليروا أعمالهم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يره ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يره الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألهاكم التكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر كلا سوف تعلمون ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن النعيم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله 
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ولا an important announcement uh, brothers and sisters الحمد لله الحمد لله ثم الحمد لله the carpet that the masjid had ordered for here and for ICPC Patterson finally arrived from Turkey and it's going to be installed tomorrow uh, so inshallah when you come next Friday on Jumu'ah you will see the new carpet that the masjid has alhamdulillah uh, it's going to be installed from Saturday and finish installation on Thursday so our prayers and our programs for this week are going to be downstairs until next Thursday inshallah ta'ala um, the second announcement after that is we have a lot of things happening in the masjid Brothers and sisters, tonight we have our Friday Forum program. It's going to be the Quranic discourse around accountability. Uh, feel free to join us, inshallah, as we have a conversation about the, this, uh, the subject of accountability. When are people held accountable? Before